we we like to find positives even if it's something we dislike we'll sort of uh we'll make an effort to say something that was good about it especially because you know people obviously put a lot of time and effort into these things that they release everyone to another episode of conversation i am brandon t mcclure your host on this uh, journey through fandom with your favorite podcasters i'm a little low energy today i apologize um you know sometimes i like to kind of hit it at the top but i've had a rough couple of weeks months it's fine Sorry I didn't get one out last week. Uh, I unexpectedly had to go out of town for some uh, surgery that my dad is having. He's fine. Everything was working well. Um, it was routine. But uh, we're back now. So so this week I'm talking to Reese Devlin from the Crack and Banter podcast. Um, this guy's a youngin'. I won't lie to you. Uh, and But that doesn't mean he doesn't have uh, a lot to say. He is... A uh, long-time nerd. Um, I think he just turned 20. Um, and his podcast is fairly new, but give it a listen. It's a good time. Uh, he's a cool guy. We talk a bit about uh, his time in fandom and how you know he started in fandom and how he started his podcast. Uh, we do kind of banter back and forth um, towards the middle, uh, just kind of shooting the shit. Like I said, you know, sometimes this, this podcast can get a little uh, uh, conversational, and uh, I think that's kind of the fun of it. You know, you... You, you, you get a little bit of a conversation on conversation. That's stupid. I'm going to keep it in, though. You can find him on all social medias and whatnot. I've linked it all below. Um, but you know what? I'm feeling pretty low energy today, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. So without further ado, here's Reese Devlin. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, I am here with Reese Devlin of the Crack and Bat... Crack and Banter podcast. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. It's nice to be on. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a bit about your podcast? Yeah. So the the Crack and Banter podcast, I'll explain the name first because it is quite a specific to Irish speakers uh, name, but uh, Crack basically in, in Ireland basically just means like fun or funny, anything like that. And then Banter sort of the same sort of thing here. Uh, that would be across the UK as well. Banter just sort of means kind of going back and forth, having kind of fun conversations. So that's basically where the name came from. It's just having the crack and having the banter is just basically sitting and talking a lot of nonsense. And that is uh, pretty much the definition of podcasting, I think. So um, that's that's sort of where the name came from. We just talk mostly about like movies and TV shows because that's what we're most interested in. But uh, most of the time, it's just a lot of random conversation about nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a relative your podcast is pretty new as of the time of yeah. this recording yeah very new I think we just just released episode 9 so we literally started the start of this year and okay. um, yeah we've just just been starting off basically kind of taking it week by week is this your first podcast? it is yeah we uh, the reason we started doing it we did a live stream fundraising event for uh movember charity last last year and mm-hmm. part of that was us doing like movie movie reviews on a live stream and that sort of after we did that we were really got into it so we thought we may as well uh, give it a go okay that's cool um 
Okay, so this podcast, what I'm doing here is I'm just exploring people's fandoms and what things like that. So why don't I just ask you, uh, what fandoms are you a part of, would you say? Uh, I'd say I'm a, I'm a big Marvel fan, big MCU especially, uh, more so than the comics, just because I wasn't really into the comics when I was younger. And then the movies was my big introduction into it. So pretty big Marvel fan, uh, love Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, um, especially. I like a lot of the DC stuff, but I wouldn't say I'm like massively in the fandom because I just I can only you can only be in so many fandoms before it gets too much. Um, sure. But yeah, Star Wars and Marvel probably would be the big ones. Okay, the kind of the the the, the Disney ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a huge MCU fan myself. Did you see WandaVision? I did. Yes, we just talked about it on the podcast. Actually, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thought it was great. Uh, okay, so you have so you are a nerd of many tastes. Um, what uh, this is gonna this is gonna be a weird question since your podcast is so new. Um, but when you were younger, prior to a lot of like you know podcasting and things like that, uh, how did you interact with your fandom? Um, oh, that's a good question. I would say. I mean, if you can even call it fandom, I guess the first introduction would have been like going into school and mm-hmm. talking to your friends about, you know, did you see this recent film or this recent TV show, whatever. I yeah. guess that would have been the introduction. And then uh, maybe like buying magazines or s- stuff like that and then getting on to websites and things, you know, as, as I got a bit older and Facebook groups and that sort of thing. But yeah, I'd say the first introduction would be your friends or your friend's older brother who you know knew uh, he was on a website or on a forum where and he knew all the cool facts about star wars and sort of drip fed information through that i guess that would be like the my main introduction right uh for reference point uh i can't get a read on your age how old are you oh i'm uh, 19 i'm 20 in a couple of weeks okay so you're so you're fairly young so you've always been in uh, with the um You've always had the internet as a as an as a source of your fandom. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, since since I would have been old enough to get into it, yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's always a different perspective from say from a lot of other people that I've had on this and myself. We we growing up in the '90s and we had just like, <laughs> well, there's a magazine coming out that's gonna tell us who's going to be the next Star Trek or whatever. Yeah, um, but that that's cool. Okay, so now you you've grown up in this world of the internet and now you're, you're starting this podcast. What made you want to start a podcast? What part of your fandom made you want to start a podcast? Um, I suppose it just me and my co-host look, um, just every time we would sort of interact, even at like parties or anything, uh, not that we like weren't the life and soul of the party, but we would find ourselves if, if say we were out for, you know, five hours, we would find ourselves at the end of the night realizing that like, three of those five hours we were just in a room talking by ourselves about nerd stuff while everyone else was like doing other stuff like you'd start in a big group of people all kind of having conversation and gradually people would leave to do other things but me and Luke would just still be talking like having this back and forth whether it was an argument or just a very passionate discussion about Star Wars characters Mm -hmm. it would be us two kind of uh, going back and forth for ages so after that we were sort of like if we're going to have these conversations anyway, why not sort of record it and uh, see what other people think? And sort of, I think we have a, a slightly more positive view on a lot of them, like 
movies and, and TV shows than a lot of uh, fandoms would be. I think it's easy for fandoms to really like dive deep into things and find negative stuff. So we like to have a bit of a more positive spin and kind of just look at things that we like, basically. Um, so That's I think important. that was kind of the reason. That's important to you is keeping a positive voice out there? Uh, I think so. But also, I mean, to be fair, we don't mind um, ragging on something a bit if it's sure. something that annoys us. But uh, I think we just, we we like to find positives, even if it's something we dislike. We'll sort of, uh, we'll make an effort to say something that was good about it, especially because, you know, people obviously put a lot of time and effort into these things that they release. And it feels a bit bad if the fandom only uh, tears it down. So we like to make sure we always put something good in, even if it's something we we're not the biggest fans of. Sure. Uh, yeah, I found that to be an interesting theme running through this so far. I wonder if I if I just need to branch out and find the toxic people, um, <laughs> talk to them. I wonder if they'd be interested in that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it, it's it's good because I we we have a similar motto on our show. It's the Fake Nerd Podcast to keep a more positive outlook on everything. And that's not to say we're just needlessly positive. We have problems with things, but it, we'd rather talk about the things that we like than the things that we don't. Yeah. I mean, even a good example of that, one of our, I think last week's episode, uh, we talked about like our pet peeves with um, movies and even it within like fandoms and stuff. And one of, so even when we were talking about things we dislike, one of the things we said we didn't like was when people hate on a movie too much. So it was like, <laughs> even the reverse was true. I think it was Luke's idea, uh, one of Luke's biggest pet peeves. He was saying like, whenever people go out of their way to find plot holes in things or, you know, uh, we were saying like plot, hole, plot holes are, are bad, sure. But if you're like, if you're diving deep on, on a movie just to explain one thing that doesn't make sense, that's not really the point. The point is to just kind of have fun with it. So we like to kind of not be too serious, I think. Well, there's also the, a lot of fandom misuses the term plot hole these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not there's even a, really part of the plot. It's more just a random thing that they don't like. Yeah, there's a there's a great video about uh, by Patrick Willems, um, who's a YouTuber. He he does he did this thing about what is and what isn't a plot hole. It's a good video. Nice. Um, so you basically you wanted to start your podcast because did you see that there were a lot of negativity out there and you just wanted to be a positive voice out there and so that you just were like, well, let's be let's just be a positive voice out there. I think so a little bit and also um, I think uh, sort of in, in Ireland but Northern Ireland especially where, where we're from I think there's sort of it's not like a, a backwards place or anything like that but things like podcasts and you know all, all this sort of being interested in like movies or nerd kind of culture is still not looked down on but it's it's not like a big thing and people wouldn't really know what podcasts were until very recently and it sort of just seemed like a thing that not really anyone was doing here that people could relate to properly and understand what it was so that was why and sort of even with the name like crack and banter we were like trying to make it something that people knew what it was straight away oh it's just people talking and and kind of discussing things so I think that was a big part of it we wanted to just make something that was part of the fandom as like a whole but also kind of more specific to where we were and sort of the people who we know mm -hmm. so you didn't really have like a, a lot of there's not really a big fandom space for you where you're yeah, from yeah definitely 
No, because uh, even like you were saying about, you know, growing up with the internet and stuff, that was obviously great, but that was kind of the only place you could go to talk to people in your fandom, you know, uh, for us, it was sort of, it's always like this thing, whenever you find someone who is interested in the same thing as you, it's always like a, a big shock because it's like, it's almost a taboo to bring up like talking about the MCU or something you wouldn't bring it up in conversation so if it happens to come up and someone's like oh I'm I love the Marvel movies it's always like a weird connection that you'll suddenly right. share if you discover this weird fact about someone uh, it's almost like a secret and um, so yeah it was fandoms were just all online for us and podcasting was just a way to bridge that gap I think that's cool um so you so you've always kind of interacted with, with the with the internet side of the fandom, but have you already? This is something that I normally ask people who've had longer podcasts. But um, you, since you're so young, I'm wondering if you've already seen kind of a, a shift in what in your perception of fandom, even though you're only like nine or ten episodes in. Um, maybe a, a little bit. I think even like my perspective now, I'll sort of be looking at things and <laughs> I'll have the idea of like oh, that's something I could talk about, <laughs> you know, like I'll be spotting things that I think are, are relevant to the podcast or whatever, rather than just sitting back and ignoring things. I think sometimes if something comes up, whether it's good or bad, I sort of feel almost like responsibility to address it. You know, if something happens that is a big deal, uh, I'll think, you know, obviously a lot of things are very minor, but if something comes up, it's nice to be like, oh, we can talk about that and sort of address it in some way, even if it's just, you know, a casting or a director announcement or whatever but right yeah it's nice to be like oh we can talk about this now and we have a reason to talk about it um i always i always ask these things because like what i've noticed is that when you start a podcast your fandom kind of becomes not just an identity but it becomes your work mm. you know um obviously with there's other things more important to work on but like you're when you're in a podcast, people will start to look to you for the answers that you normally wouldn't have known prior to. So you feel an uh, obligation to, um, to to always have like the answer w waiting for for you said the casting director. Like when I was a kid, I didn't know who the hell yeah a casting director was, <laughs> but now I know who the casting director for the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, and I know who the producers are, and like. I never knew that shit, but I, I feel like I have to know that sort of thing now. Do you feel that way? Uh, a little bit. I think still, I mean, it, maybe this just comes from our podcast still being quite small, but I think it's more so that it's less that I feel uh, pressure to know things, but more that I'm, I'm trying to be aware of explaining things that I know that me and Luke both know what that is, but thinking of someone listening to, the, listening to this probably has no idea unless they're a big fan of this already. So I feel a bit more responsibility to, if I just say like, um, if we're talking about, uh, you know, the Loki series is coming out and I think I say, oh, I think someone spotted in the trailer, they think there's a theory that this might be the Living Tribunal and then I have to go, oh, and the Living Tribunal for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> you know, I need to make sure I explain these things because it's mm -hmm. so easy. Or even things like saying, and Kevin Feige said, and then sort of thinking, most people probably know who that is, but if they don't know, then the whole rest of your conversation isn't going to make sense mm -hmm. when you just say a random person's name and that could be anyone. So uh, it sort of is good to try and make sure I'm explaining these things more. You know, it's interesting because Kevin Feige really changed the game because yeah. there were 
there was no producer as visible as he was until he came on the stage at Comic-Con. It's like, I'm running this thing. This is my thing. I'm. Uh, yeah. He's such a showman. And that altered everyone's perception of what a producer does. Yeah. Now, all it's of almost, a sudden... Uh, go ahead. It, it almost reminds me of, like, um, Steve Jobs with Apple, you know? That yeah. thing of, like, phones were just phones until <laughs> he came out and was like, but what if I present it to you on this stage with... And what if I make this sound like it's incredible yeah. and kevin faggy just i think it's that thing of also seeing someone who is passionate about a project but also really knows what they're talking about because even you know even a i think especially with things like adapting comic books or, or any kind of media from like books to to movies there sort of is this thing where you, you need someone who knows what what it's about because even if you're director you get a director and they might have a vision but there's a really high possibility they never grew up with these comics or they don't really know these characters beyond like the fact that it's Spider-Man, you know? Mm -hmm. So having someone like Kevin Feige, who it's like, I'm, I want to make sure these all make sense and these are all good and sort of make sense with who the characters are from the comics. I think that changes so much about shaping the universe. I mean, as we've seen with the MCU, but I think that just, it, it really, I mean, it definitely helped. I think. Yeah, he he's such a he's such an interesting guy. I I loved I love talking about him, um, because we know nothing about like him as a person. We just know him as a showman, <laughs> and yeah. you know what I always found what was so interesting is that people then started to look at people like Kathleen Kennedy or Walter Amada or Jeff Johns and be like. This it's the same, right? It's the same. It's like, no, it's really not because Kevin Feige is no. one in a million. There is yeah. nobody like him. He's a producer and a comic book fan, and he knows how to do both. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, can't... I think you you need to look at these other people and just remember that they're they're in charge and they can do a great job, but don't don't try and make them the same. If they're going to be different and it, they're probably going to do it differently. So you have to just let them do it differently. Don't try and don't try and make everything the MCU. And I think that also, I don't think that will be good. I, I don't want everything to be the MCU either. I want different studios and different, uh, you know, different entities that have their own kind of tone or, or kind of overarching thing. Um, I don't want everything to be, here's a big interconnected universe and every movie's match. And I'm, I'm happy for just, a movie to come out on its own and be a good movie it doesn't have to set up 17 sequels and forced tv shows you know yeah but i'm excited for all the star wars shows i'll be honest oh yeah no me too <laughs> star wars is different <laughs> i mean it's it's not it's they're doing the mcu but star wars but i'm like at least these shows all look cool yeah no i i think i i mean more so like when something new comes out like if a new property comes out I think even like the dark universe is an example of it done poorly where it's here's a brand new movie, but inside that movie, here's 15 other movies that you might see. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't it, need the other stuff. You know, that's not how the, the height of the MCU when people were yeah. just constantly trying to make like a Robin Hood shared universe, a King Arthur shared <laughs> universe, the dark universe, like all these things yeah. like stop. Yeah, no. Cause even like star Wars, like, even looking at the MCU and Star Wars is the two probably most prominent examples. Star Wars didn't start as that. It was a trilogy and it, you know, it started halfway through, you know, they start with episode four and it's like, mm -hmm. this is its own thing. 
and then they made more and that that's great and the mcu you know it starts with iron man and it's it teases some things you know they obviously had the plans but i don't think they ever were going yeah this is the next 10 years to who knows how long after yeah i don't think i think they were like let's make a good movie and <laughs> work from there that's the thing that a lot of people forget is that what kevin feige did was like it would be cool if this worked but i'm not going to, i'm not going to hold my breath yeah um, uh, especially something like marvel where at the time it was like this is make or break for all of the money that we have left so it was yeah. kind of like we need this to work and if we get 10 years of an interconnected universe that's amazing but let's <laughs> let's just get this out of the way first yeah the, the first when when tony the, when tony stark shows up at the end of the incredible hulk i flipped out <laughs> i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um uh, no all those little things that just um it's funny now because we we like expect it now almost in a movie yeah when we see the the teaser for the next for the sequel or for the spin-off like it almost isn't even a surprise now i i couldn't imagine going back to that feeling for the first time being like wait these are the same movie you know it's almost yeah. like uh like having alien versus predator and like this is it this has never been done before you know yeah. it's like that same kind of uh just insane uh feeling um so since you're so since you're so new to to podcasting i'm gonna alter some things real quick um what do you i know how i know what fandoms you're a part of and i know how you interact with them but how do you feel about fandom as in general kind of a general sense um i i, I think i like it overall i mean i think it's i mean it, it would be easy to find good things and bad things in fandoms i think the the positive and negative ends of the spectrum are very apparent you know yeah. in in all fandoms but I, I like the idea of having like as much as I what I think a fandom should be open to everyone and it should be kind of a, a gradient of whether you're a completely casual fan and you know nothing other than you like this thing right down to like knowing every detail about it I think it should be open to all those people but it's also nice to have to go to a place where you can have that like I just openly like this thing and everybody there is going to be like cool we like it as well you know mm -hmm. I think that like as a fandom in its simplest form I, I really like that idea um but yeah I think uh, gatekeeping has kind of almost made it seem made fandom seem like a bad word you know but yeah. as fandoms as they are meant to be I, I I definitely enjoy yeah we're part of a um and uh, my listeners probably have already caught on that I'm getting a lot of people from the same pool um we're part of a a, a group on Facebook um that feels very much that way or it's like hey yeah. i like this thing and everyone's like yeah me too um yeah I think... definitely i think even even lots of the other fandoms i'm in uh, and like groups i would be on facebook are the the offshoots of that same <laughs> page yeah. rather than instead of just being in like a star wars group i'll be in the star wars version of the great mates group where it's like the same that all the same uh things that stand in the main group stand in this group because i think star wars especially is, is one of the craziest ones that uh even when i start to go into something or i start to type a comment in a different thread i'll very quickly remember that this isn't the group that to to talk about this in mm -hmm. and i'll sort of delete my comment just because it's honestly like 
kind of scary in some <laughs> in some ways to just uh, have you know 50 replies to your comment and each one is more angry than the last so I think yeah. there's there's bad things out there but um at the end of the day on the internet you're you're quite quite safe to just leave things alone and you can delete things and remove people if you need to so I think as long as you you do it safely and I would say to anybody who is part of a fandom to obviously be welcoming and supportive of anyone who's interested and kind of just let people enjoy it as much as they want to. Yeah. Um, we, we, uh, it's never fun to just be like, Hey, I like the star Wars thing. And then a bunch of people be like, you're an idiot for that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, um, so the toxic side of, side of fandom we talked a little bit about it's it's very prominent in some in a lot of the fandoms that we're a part of you're a part of Star Wars for example. Um, do you, so and we talked about how the fact that we're in these this group that feels very much like an echo chamber of just you know like minded people just being nice about the things they like and being warm and welcoming. Do you think that's important to find? Is that those kind of echo chambers to combat the toxicity? Um, I think so. I think there is like, there's always a risk uh, with an echo chamber, even if it is positive that like, you you become kind of isolated a little bit from more of, of the fandom, but uh, it's sort of, even if you don't enjoy that, it's, it's for me at least very much the lesser of two evils if I want to be surrounded and isolated, but it's all nice supportive things versus mm -hmm. if I want to be if I want to get everyone's opinion, which is great, but a lot of them are people being horrible, then I'd rather have the positive one. And so I think there's like, there's a risk either way, but I think it's just important to try and um, be part of the thing that the conversations that you enjoy having, you know, you shouldn't feel like when you're talking about something you're a fan of, you don't want it to feel like you don't want to talk about it you know you want to have a conversation about it and you should enjoy having conversations about it it shouldn't feel like oh my god someone's replied to my comment again you know it mm. should feel welcoming yeah so you kind of you kind of feel like a, a broad a, a broad uh what's the word i'm looking for um outlook is important yeah i think so i, I think you know as much as I was saying about like on our podcast we we like to be quite positive about the things that we watch generally that's only because we talk about things we like you know mm -hmm. so I, I think it's also it's just as important to dislike things that you dislike and you shouldn't have to like everything but I sort of try to go by criticism is valid but hate isn't really especially mm -hmm. like like I was saying things that people put so much effort into hating isn't really like it, it's just not very fun <laughs> but criticism is totally fine I mean obviously that's if you put something out there for people to see it should be opened for people to criticize as well but yeah going out just to be mean about things is it's not really my uh, my vibe I don't think yeah you're pretty new you're pretty new in the podcast world um do you think you'll ever uh do you, how, how no better question um will you what will you do to stop kind of feeling burnt out of your fandom or of your podcast? Even, you know, you do a podcast long enough, it starts to become a chore. So what are you, what are you thinking about combating those types of things? Yeah, that's definitely something I've thought about. I think, um, I, I think I'm probably just going to play it by ear as I go, but I, I think the m most important thing is just being aware that it is 
a thing that I like and a thing that I enjoy. And if it's ever something I don't enjoy, I shouldn't be afraid of either changing it or uh, taking a break or, or, you know, making it a different format if that's if that's what needs to happen. You know, I think I shouldn't feel like even if I feel like I need to do it, you know, if, if I have if we have like a, you know, growing fan base or I feel sort of a responsibility to do it. I, I don't want to feel like it has to always be the same way. I, I want to have the freedom to change it in, in some way if it feels like that's the best move, you know. And I don't want to I don't want to be trapped in doing the same thing all the time because that's definitely something that I think would just it would ruin the quality anyway. So being more open to doing it the way that I like it is kind of the best thing. Cool. Um, well, sir. I know this went by pretty quickly, but that's all I got for you. Thank you very much. This was uh, quite fun. I enjoyed it. Great. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, you're you're fairly new into the podcast world, so I didn't imagine this would go too long. But what, what were you about to say? I know that I was going to say this is my first guest appearance on on anything oh. else. So thank you very much for having me. Of course. Uh, I would like to give you the floor now to plug whatever you want. Plug your show. Plug yourself. Just plug. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you can check us out, Crack and Banter Podcast. Obviously, if you're uh, not from anywhere in Ireland, you'll probably have no idea what that is. So it's spelled C-R-A-I-C and then and banter, B-A-N-T-E-R. So Crack and Banter Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have a subreddit um, all that sort of stuff. If you find us on any of those socials, there's links to everything else as well. If I've forgotten to mention anything. But yeah, we we have a pretty good time on the podcast. It's very relaxed. We just do entertainment news of the week and talk about a movie or something we've been watching. Very, very standard podcasty type stuff, but with our own little uh, Northern Irish spin on it. We um, have have a strange curse on our podcast that we consistently brought up the Snyder Cut every week and that will be our topic this week. So (laughs) <laughs> We're very excited to talk about that because the suspense has been building every week. Just every time I go to find news news of the week to talk about, every single week something to do with the Snyder Cut comes up. So that is our, our cross to bear, and uh, we're very much looking forward to talking about it this week. So that'll be this week's episode, and yeah, that's, that's about everything I have. Nice. Um, real quickly, I have one last question for you, because uh, I've heard people say it all the time. What the hell is a subreddit? And I'm showing my age. Uh, subreddit is on, well, Reddit is a, a website and an app, and a subreddit is basically uh, somewhere between a Facebook group and like a website or a forum page, I guess would be the best way to explain it. It's somewhere in between those two things it's just a page you can post on it and comment on it and all that sort of stuff but you don't really join it you sort of would follow it instead so it's yeah somewhere between like a, a web page and a facebook group i would say yeah i still don't get it but that's okay <laughs> i guess i'm just getting old <laughs> Maybe. Uh, to be fair it was look who set that up i'm not really that big on reddit either so <laughs> that's i'm, I'm gonna leave that one my co-host to describe all righty well sir uh thank you again so much i'm gonna let my my future self play us out of here so uh thank you awesome thanks for having me okay that was reese devlin um thank you again man it was a great time talking to you i'm glad you had a good time 
on the show. You know, I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate just everyone who's done this so far. Uh, I need to get more interviews. So I'll use that to segue. If you want to be on this show, please email me at fakenerdguys at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from podcasters. I want to hear from geek podcasters. Come on, guys. I know you're out there. Send me an email. Let's chat. Like I said, you can find everywhere Reese is. Uh, links below. Uh, he plugged his podcast, the Crack and Banter podcast. Um, so check it out. Hey, I've got a podcast. It's called the Fake Nerd Podcast. And we've got a bunch of shows. We just launched Animation Station, which is our newest show. We also have Fake Nerds Watch, which is going through Loki. Basement Arcade, which uh, is on hiatus. Basement Arcade Pause Menu, which just did an E3 episode. Uh, Fake Nerd Podcast this week is doing Luca. And last week we did F9. I also write on the uh, website, fakenerdpodcast.com. I don't know if you guys, if I plugged that here. Um, I just wrote a bit about kind of working through my feelings on the Fast and the Furious franchise going into F9. I had not seen F9 at the time of writing it, which is very important to note because I liked F9 and I was worried I wouldn't. I'll be honest, the F9 stuff has caused me a lot of anxiety. Of course, if you want to support this show as well as other shows, you can check out our Tee Public or our Patreon. On our Patreon, we just launched a new $10 shirt. Actually, probably today. That's right, because this goes up on Thursday, which would be July 1st. So today, there is a new shirt on Patreon. I don't know if I plug Patreon too much on this show. Um, I should, because, you know, it's, it's, it's how you support us. Um, support my show, support this show, support all the other shows on the Fake Nerd Podcast um, family. Uh, there's a new, there's a new shirt up on Patreon. We do these quarterly shirts at the $10 tier. So every three months there's a new shirt and you don't get that shirt again. This shirt is don't be a dick. It's a variant of one that was designed by Jen Lundstrom. This one was designed by Mike Matola. You can get it for the next three months and then it's gone. All right. Like I said, I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time. Um, it's been a rough couple of days. So, uh, you know, uh, find me on this, on the social medias, BT McClure. Uh, everywhere Fickner Podcast, everywhere FicknerPodcast.com. I plugged all the shows, so check out those shows if any of those interest you. Check out my writings on the website, and please email me if you are interested in being on the show at FicknerGuys at gmail.com. I'd really like to get more podcasts on here. Subscribe on all podcasting channels. Um, write and review. I'd really like a review uh, or a rating. Just anything. Uh, that'd be great. Any sort of feedback. Uh, all right. Until next time, guys. Stay true to the fan in you.